What's up, everybody, and welcome to Old School Sports with Jax. And we're back to part two with my guest, uh, Joffrey Browning. And we're going to talk more about his college career in, in this episode. So tell me about that, job. Okay, so um, after Widefield, um, I got recruited. I was, I, was, I was a little bit in the recruiting game, and people were – you know, I had small schools hitting me up. I didn't have a whole lot of notoriety. Not a lot of people knew me. Uh -huh. But the school that did hit me up and give me the give me the best opportunity was Graceland University at right. Iowa, uh, small town in Iowa, and um, they were just finishing a championship run. They were uh, the conference champions that year. They were eight and two, nine and two, nine and three, oh, something like that. Wow. They went to the college playoffs. They're NAIA. They're not NCAA. They're NAIA. Mm -hmm. um, but still, great competition out of there. And there's oh, yeah. a lot of NFL players coming hey, out of NAIA. Them got them boys up there be playing some ball. Nebraska. Yeah. Iowa. Iowa State. Yeah. Idaho, Idaho. Minnesota. You 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 Wisconsin. don't hear. Yeah. You don't hear. Wisconsin has some good. Hey, look. Yeah. Russell Wilson came from there. That's right. Ron Dane. Yeah. Paul, right. Paul Hubbard went there. He was he was at Whitefield. Oh, he really? He played up there in Madison. I can say one thing about Whitefield. Mm. They might not have had a good career, uh, a record, yeah, yeah, but they had a lot of good players come from there. Rest in peace, Vince Jackson. Yes, Daryl Clack. Yeah. I went to junior high with him. Mm. He played for Dallas. Mm -hmm. Played for the Cowboys. He was good. Paul Browning. Paul Browning, your brother, <laughs> yeah. he had an NFL career. I got to get him on here too. Now. Yeah, let's. Hey, I, I'm pretty sure he'd be glad to be on here. You know. About, about so it was like, uh, man, it's just uh, we had a lot of good athletes that came from. That's there. right. That's right. You know, yeah, it's a good pocket of individual. Uh, good pocket of individual talent. What would be nice would be to see more um, of what happened in like 2000. I think it was 2009. I think I think Wafa went nine and one. And they went to the playoffs. They got beat in the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, that was, like, their best record. And then I think I believe uh, a former player that I played with, Kyle Wood, he was coaching on that on that, on that that team. I, I believe so. Oh, um, wow. But, yeah, anyway, like, um, going to Graceland, let's see, 2006, uh -huh. 2007. So, yeah, they just came out of a, a championship, um, uh, a, a conference championship, a conference title. So they had this huge recruiting class at the time. Mm -hmm. And what they did, it was football. It was women's soccer. They just won the national title, I believe. Mm -hmm. And then it was uh, no, it was men's soccer. Men's soccer won the national title. And then uh, women's soccer was competitive. And then women's volleyball was also competitive. So now, they called it the fall of champions that year. Oh, well, now I know you beefed up, put on some weight. And what was mm -hmm. your weight and height at the time in college? Okay, so... Um, when I got to college, I was still, you know, I was like 140, mm -hmm. five foot four, five foot five, maybe. Mm -hmm. By the time I got to my senior year, I was five six, not too much upward growth, but I was 165. I was 165 to 170. So you put on uh 25 pounds, yeah. I, I thought, you know, I, I was uh, was I that always, heavy for you? It wasn't too heavy, but I was, I was looking to be at least 180, 190. So that way I could what? be, yeah. So I could go to like next. I was dreaming big. I was dreaming next level, um, but it was just not as. Um, it was difficult for me to gain that much weight and like be, and especially after my sophomore year, I tore my ACL. But do you think with all that weight, would you still have that quickness? 
there's ways to do it, but you're right. That does affect um, weight gain and muscle. You know, you got to use that. You have to, um, the body's going to condition itself to move with that muscle. So if I was to gain that much weight, it would be harder to move it. But, you know, there's there's guys now, um, I imagine like Tyreek Hill, he, you look at the guy and he, he's probably like 185, 170, 185. Oh, man, he is but good. he can move. Yes, he can. Because, it, because yes, he's he can. Tra- the, the way he trains. And, oh. um, and I think that's what kept me together mostly uh, through my college career was that like I trained and that's a well. big thing because have you ever watched uh, the way Jerry Rice catches the ball because he took ballet yeah, he right, took a ballet right right There's, and a lot of people don't know that yeah but he did mm-hmm. and guys like uh Ernest Gibbons I know you I know you uh mentioned oh, yeah. him before on on your show mm-hmm. Ernest Gibbons man he was 5'9 he was like 165 in the NFL as a receiver and he would take the greatest. He was he was a fantastic receiver. Um, he didn't even do a whole lot of um, like weightlifting. He just did a lot of like he just kept his body in shape with wow. body weights and running and uh, calisthenics. Whatever he was doing back then was fantastic because he stayed and had a progressive um, uh, career. But he was getting beat up too, though. Five nine, one sixty five in the in the early nineties. You're talking about the Bills offense, uh, defense. Didn't he play with, don't tell me, uh, the Falcons too? I think he might have. I'm not positive on that, but I think he might now, have. Now, are we talking about running back or receiver? The receiver. Number 81. Yeah, he did play for the, uh, I do the Falcons too. Falcons. But he was originally, a lot of people knew him as an oiler with Warren oh, Moon. Oh, yes. Run, that run and shoot with Warren Moon. You remember when they went up there to, and, to Buffalo? And played Buffalo? <laughs> yeah. They had a 35 to 3 lead oh, halftime. Man. Was this going to go to the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, this was the last game. This is the last step to go to the Super Bowl. And I remember I, I went somewhere and came back, and I looked. I, it, it gave me flashbacks of Super Bowl when the Patriots played the Falcons a couple years wow, ago. Wow, yeah. Wow. Incredible. Yeah, because the Patriots were pretty much done at the first half. That's enough to make you sick. 35 to 3 halftime, <laughs> you're thinking, oh, yeah, we're going to the Super Bowl. They come <laughs> – Yep. Football's played on any, how does it say? It's a, any given Sunday. Any given Sunday. And it's a game of inches. That's right. And it's one play to make you turn around and say, yo, we got this. Yeah. Yep. That's it. That's it. So I think by the time, um, you know, I, I gained my weight and I got my, like, bearings on me as a football player, it was tough, too. Like I said, after my sophomore year, I tore my knee. Uh-huh. So I had to bounce back from that. And that was hard because I didn't, I didn't think I was going to ever be the same player. And I, well, I, the truth is, you never are after an injury right, like that. Right, right, right. But the fact remains that you still have the ability to find out what type of athlete you are. So after that injury, I played one, two, two more seasons seasons of collegiate football with no major injuries, and then I played a semi-pro and arena like type of atmosphere for I think ten ten of those games. And I didn't have any more serious action, uh, injuries after that. So, I mean, I, I credit the uh, athletic training facilities that we had and the athletic training team that we had at Graceland. They were fantastic. My, well, my, I didn't know you play semi-pro football. Yeah, just a little bit. We don't have to talk too much about that because it's not yeah. that, you know. It's, yeah, yeah. It wasn't that great. But, uh-huh. um, you know, I, I, I was on a winning team. Uh-huh. Um, and we, we, we played in a championship game. But – and we lost, but that was fun. Um, 
Graceland though, like was was a, a opportunity an opportunity that I capitalized on to become what I wanted to become. In a, when I was in junior high, I wanted to be a, a, a college athlete, like a student athlete. Yeah, yeah. At any yeah. school, it didn't really matter what school. I just wanted to be at a school playing football and or playing basketball, and then you know, being in class. Man. Yeah, I love. I, hey, when it comes to sports, I'm down for anything. Watch I feel anything. That. I feel you that. Know? And your episodes, your your episodes really tell it because you're vast in your knowledge of. Football, baseball, boxing, and basketball. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you know you've got a you and and the fact that you're a woman. It's like, it's almost misleading to people that you would be so into into the sports category. And I I think what I want to know is how you know what was your maybe you do an episode on your career or like your you know how you came up playing and being in sports? Well, see, it all started, I, I lived on Fort Carson, Colorado, most of my life. Yeah. So my brother and them, they could never find a third person to play football outside. So he had me out there throwing and all that. And I remember one time <clears throat> he was out there playing, throwing baseball back and forth. Mm. There was a square in front of our house. And this man came up, he said, how long you been throwing like this? I And I told him, I said, well, I just started, oh, maybe a year ago. He said, like that? Because mm. I could throw. Mm. And still can throw right to this day. That's right. 55 it. years old and still can throw that ball. <laughs> hey, let's go. But this guy, and he told me, he said, would you want to play for my little league team? And I ran in the house and I told my dad, and he said, he said, oh, no, we're not going to do that. He didn't think it was feminine. You know, that's it. Back then, that's it. You know, that's, that's but that's I always had to sneak and hide and play ball, but nobody mm. could beat us. Ah. So my senior year is when I played basketball down in Kentucky, mm. and we played against this team. I could not stand this team. It was a uh, Paris High School, mm. and they beat us by one point. Well, we was balling in that game. Yeah. You know, you know. but about. as far as research and knowing and all this and what year, just like Benji Wilson, when he got right. killed and just a bunch of stuff. I know all that mm. because I was so into sports. You're in tune. Heavy. Yeah, and right. still am. Yeah, absolutely. You got to see your, uh, for all the listeners, you got to see uh, the studio here. We have, we have Washington Redskins. We have uh, Topps Pro Basketball Bubblegum. Uh, this is 1958 right here. There you go. 1958 yeah. football, uh, basketball. 19 maybe 1959 football. Yeah. Uh -huh. We've got we've got uh, her 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 uh, high school. Her father. Her father, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. My father. Um, my uncle. Yeah. His brother Kentucky. Stanley Wilson and my uncle Asbury McGuffey. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You talking about? Football a football player? Mm, football he was a, player, he's yeah. a he's a diehard cowboy fan too, but uh, he was a football star. And then his son, my first cousin David McGuffey, played for his roommate was uh Tim Brown. Oh, in Notre Dame? Yeah, wow. Notre Dame. Fighting Irish. He had he had he could have went to also went to uh University of Kentucky, but he chose a full ride to go to Notre Dame. Mm. 
Wow. He played and got and we played Colorado one year and he got hurt up in that oh, game. Oh man. Running yeah. back. But yeah. you're talking about quick. That's right. That boy was bad. I bet. I bet. Yeah. yeah. She's Jackie's got it together up in here with her studio. So um, you know, if you think she's all top, you just gotta show up to the studio and and uh check it out for yourself. She's she's about it. She 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 walks the talk. So um and I think that's what has uh um kept our friendship together yes that, yes um you know you're just a you're a solid earth person oh thank and, you and um you know i would i would be i would be i wouldn't i didn't hesitate when you offered this opportunity um not just to tell my story but to engage and uh, help spread the awareness of there are other people involved there's also somebody else watching you know the reason why I did this really is because we always watch the big man on TV. Mm -hmm. This person, that person, and everybody knows him by the names Le LeBron James, yeah. uh, uh, Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali, Michael Jordan. But there's a lot of people that had athletic careers right. but had to work. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So um, one of the biggest discussions that I've seen so far, as far as like this type of thing, has been the comparison between. LeBron James and Sue Bird, okay? Mm -hmm. Sue Bird is in the WNBA, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, I think maybe this is another episode for you, mm -hmm. but comparing LeBron James, you know, he's like multi-million dollars, he's got all these contracts, he's on TV, he's the world's, you know, some of the greatest play, play uh, best basketball player, right? Mm -hmm. Then you got Sue Bird, mm -hmm. who's a fantastic, I think, I, I don't even know if she's playing anymore, she might be, might not be. Um, I but, think she retired. Yeah. She might be playing. I've seen her last year play. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, and the fact that I don't even know is like, it's, it speaks volumes to it, mm -hmm. you know. But what I'm saying is, you can, uh, I've seen it on the internet. You compare her earnings as a basketball, female basketball player, professional, mm -hmm. best in her career, best in the game. Mm -hmm. And it's, it doesn't even compare. She's she makes like seventy five thousand. I don't know two hundred fifty thousand, something like that. Mm -hmm. And LeBron James is in the multi millions. Mm -hmm. So, putting out the awareness that look, it's all about perception. That's right. It's all about your experience, your personal experience that you bring to the table in any asset or any uh, any any road, whatever you choose to do. You bring to the table your own experience. Mm -hmm. And you really put a highlight on um, what it is that people bring as far as value. Right. And so then if somebody is not, you know, if somebody, this is how sports has changed through all the time. It's like when they say, uh, you know, when, when the, when leagues were segregated mm -hmm. and, you know, they're like, well, we're not going to have black players in the league. We're not going to have any, you know, multi whatever in the league. And they limit the opportunity for other people's voices and stories and experiences to be felt and heard by, you know, a whole other audience. Right, right. So when you can tap into that, it's it's incredible. Um, you get incredible results. You get all these incredible stories coming out. It's just like when I went back home uh, September of 2019, and they honored my father and mm. and my my uncle mm. at a uh, at football game. Right. And the stories I heard, I'm like, all oh, because of color of your skin. Mm -hmm. it, but now I'm just glad that all nationalities are doing it. Everybody that. gets the opportunity, yeah. You know? And then you got people 
Uh, Jackie was the first one to show me uh, Tom Southall. South, what's his name? Tom Southall. Southall. Uh -huh. Incredible. From the 80s, I, what was it, right? The 80s, yep. 90s? Yep. Home, home state bred talent. Steamboat Springs. Right. I'm going to get him on here, too. That's amazing. Please do. I would love to hear. Uh, I would love to hear his Very nice guy. Yeah. He um, has a full left arm and a partial right arm. I have never seen an athlete like him. Exactly. He even played basketball. And bowling? Oh, I saw those highlights. I said, Went Dang. to Colorado College. Was a football star yeah, there. Yeah, CC Tigers when they were playing, when they had a football squad. You know? And I was like, wow. And then mm. I wrote a story. It was back in the 80s. Uh, that's incredible. And I wrote a story about him. Mm. And they interviewed him. Mm. They didn't send my jacket to me, but. What? And then uh, we. we we chopped it up and talked and yeah. but uh he's on my matter of fact he's on my uh uh facebook page as a friend wow and we kept in touch all these years so i'm gonna get him on here i'm gonna get ray boom boom mancini oh yeah and then you talking about a guy with a beautiful personality mm. see personalities are important to me i don't know why mm. well it's your, and being it's, an athlete well it's your it's your call you, you know it's you it's your it's your call like you have the personality of like a best bud, mm -hmm. like a down to the core friendship. Mm -hmm. And I think and believe, so I feel like, I feel like this Lo is Loyalty what, is important to me. Right. If you're loyal to your sport, you gotta be loyal to everybody else. Period, you know? yeah. And uh, yeah, that's huge. I think that's one of the reasons why I've had the perspective that I've had from the game. Um, you know, I, I I wasn't I was always loyal to what I needed to do at the time, but I was also conflicted in certain ways with like I got to choose between music, I got to choose between uh, um, class and mm -hmm. school and and, yeah. and and like. Things like that. I so you think between. if you didn't have all them things that you had going on, you would have been pro? I feel that. I mm -hmm. honestly feel that. I yeah. mean, it's just, it's just the, uh, what do they call the luck of the draw? Right. You know, mm -hmm. I, I was the first one in my family. I was the oldest. Um, definitely not the most like disciplined or like sit still and get it done type of one. I'm mm -hmm. kind of like everywhere. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm here. I'm there. That's I'm, like, me. Bing, bing, That's bing. me. Right. Mm -hmm. And so with that comes. Okay, you know, sometimes you're gonna make some people upset, or you're gonna let you know. It's kind of like being a fan of a player on a team, right? And then he gets traded. That's what my son said. He said, "Well, mom, you don't want to do a lot of episodes. You you're burning yourself out." Mm. In old school sports, it's too much to talk about. I'm only getting my tongue wet right Ooh. now. You know? Yeah. I have a long way to go with this, and That's I'm right. gonna keep going with it. Hey, yeah, I support you. I'm. I, I'm with you on that. You know, I'm with you I know that. a lot of athletes and I'm going to get them on. Come here. on now. That would be so cool to keep, you know, to keep. Um, Maybe that's there was a reason for this. Right. And I feel I feel honored to be, uh, you know, yeah, on the that. on the platform for, you know, if, if say say you do get Ray, Ray Boom Boom Man City. That's fantastic. Like yeah. I I'm glad to be a part of that. And I, I feel that other athletes and other stories and personalities would be as honored for mm -hmm. sure. And you never know. I might have everybody on at one time. You know, <laughs> I have my own studio. You never know what All right. the future is going to hold. Is going to hold for you. Yeah. You know. And the fact that we're talking about that this in a certain way, like 
it just makes it more interesting. You know, we don't have to talk strictly about sports. I think that's what turns a lot of women off mm -hmm. when it comes to sports mm -hmm. is that a lot of us are like, um, you know, you turn on Sports Center and they're talking numbers. They're yes. talking stats. It's all black and white. Yes. And I'm not saying that there's not black and white women, you know, or, or there's not women that are into statistics. There definitely are because it's definitely happening. But um, a lot of the viewers um, are mostly male. And when you, you know, when you talk sports with men, you know, they get into numbers, they get into that stuff, stories and whatnot. But then right. I was having a conversation about this with my with one of my friends. I live in Utah now. And um, she was telling me, I'm not that into sports. And, and, I, and I, I was able, within 10 minutes, I was able to switch her perspective because I was able to relate to her on a level that was like, look, who was, give me a time where you watched a sporting event and it just blew your mind. She was like, um, soccer, women's soccer. And mm -hmm. I was like, really? Okay. Do you remember Mia Hamm? She was like, yeah, I remember yes, that. Yes, and she's And I was, remember the game, yes. game winning goal that she scored against China. She ripped her shirt sure. off. Yes. And that was famous though. Boom. That was famous. Period. And mm -hmm. then from there, she was like, she understood like, oh yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm, it's not that I'm not into sports. It's just, there's an element of sports that is personal to me and important to yes, me. Yes. And so then that I can relate to more so than turning on TV and somebody's like, yeah, uh, uh, LeBron James is going to be making $26 million a year. He just signed yeah, a new contract. Yeah. How do you think he's going to fit in when he goes to LA by this new contract? What? Yeah. Like nobody, like a lot of people yeah. are into, into that. As, as much as the world is in a turmoil right now, we don't care mm. to hear about what somebody <laughs> right. is making. Right. Because I, I could care less. Could care less. What are you doing with that money? Period. Right. One athlete that really disappointed me in life, mm. and I never had talked to anybody about that, is Mike Tyson. Oh, man. That's a tough one. Just his interviews. Right. Like you know, a, his grabbing his stuff and telling the, uh, it was just, just the way he did things. And, and I understand that after Gustamano died, oh, yeah. his really good, uh, uh, his first coach, mm -hmm. Cause he was a monster out there on on, on in, in the boxing ring. Yeah, he kind of just went down, and it was just he was just very nasty to other mm. uh, uh, interviews, and yeah. it just really threw me off. And all the money that he blew, and I yeah, that's that's a really hard um, that's a hard lesson for somebody to go through. Uh, just, but I think from my perspective on Mike Tyson, it's not that. I have a certain feeling for the guy or don't have a certain feeling for the guy, but it's more of like, or maybe I do have that. It's like Mike Tyson, his story is very hard. You know, mm -hmm. how he even got started with boxing. He mm -hmm. was defending himself. Somebody took his bird and, you know. You see how you can change it. Right. I mean, do a story and then make it so great. I think that's the optimism. Yeah. That's the optimism within me. Yeah. And you, and you, you can make it where I can. Mm. relate to that and, sure and probably start liking him as a athlete i yeah i appreciate that what you should do or one thing you can do is watch his interview him sit down with muhammad ali mm -hmm. on youtube it's uh it's mike tyson muhammad ali and arsenio hall oh. uh arsenio hall invited i believe uh, he, he invited both of them on the show and then their interaction is priceless Mike Tyson, right. Mike Tyson says, you're the greatest of all time. He's telling Ali. Can you imagine what Muhammad Ali went through? Ex exactly. Back in the exactly. 60s? I can, I can hardly you know? imagine. Yeah. 
That's a hard, that's a, that's what separates men from. He kept on going. That's right. He said, uh, and a lot of people were mad at him because he was drafted. Exactly. You know? And he said, but why am I going over there killing? Somebody I don't even know. I don't even know. I could stand right here and look at the person that doesn't like me. I could tell him, I'll fight you right now. That's a that's that's courage, that's courage. That's bravery. That is, um, I think, a lot of my generation right now is like searching and finding that within ourselves because we've been told so many times that that's what we have to be. And then when we get faced with the opportunity, not that we cower, but it's like we we approach it a different way. We don't approach it in the way that you guys did in the '40s and '50s. Mm-hmm. We don't have to. The '60s, or maybe we do, but that's the challenge for us to find out, you know, like a lot of people in sixties in the sixties were, you know, um, look, we're tired of this. We're tired of that. And we're not going to take it no more. And it's almost the same thing here with my generation. Yeah. You know, like how can we live off of minimum wage jobs and we, and, and, and be in the market of million dollar homes or thousand thousand dollar homes. Like we really can't, it's, it's, it's incredibly difficult right now. Um, but we're, we're tired of it. You know what I'm saying? We're just, we're just tired of it. Yeah. We just, we just in the studio, we got, uh, we got other life forms in here. We got, we got doggies with us. uh, Max Max and and Poe. Uh Yeah. So, uh, uh, that's what we're hearing. If you, if if the (laughs) listeners are wondering what the, what the concern is, that's a, it's a, it's a a doggy. But you know, I, um, I'll, uh, Put it on my gravestone. Mm, what's that? She was a. She loved some sports. Uh-huh. <laughs> Old school sports with jacks on the on the headstone. Yes, yes. Put old that on sports. there. Put yeah. it on there. Old that. cars, old music, everything. Old school. You know. Mm. But I tell you what, I appreciate you being here. Yeah, same, absolutely. I it's enjoyed it to the fullest. Because when we were roommates, this is what we used to do: is talk about the sports and watch That's some right. clippings. Yep. On YouTube, and I will get on here and do a, a shout out to all the old school YouTubers nice. that put on good clippings yeah, please, on there. Please do. Yeah, I mean they got some guys out there that are putting out some old, you know, what's that? Uh, uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> no, what, what, what's the um, see, uh, uh, football uh, two, song? Let's see. Um, let's see. <laughs> it's hard to come because we've been talking so we've been talking so much, and now I gotta switch to music real quick. Hold on, let me see. Uh, <laughs> You know Monday what? Night Football. Uh, Monday Night Football. Uh, oh God! They and they changed the music so much. So I'm like, oh, I'm trying to think of the old, old Monday Night Football. When the ball was teeing off on the, <laughs> with the black cleats, yeah. teeing off. On, How they got the old films? Just go on YouTube and look at it. Like, yeah, old. Uh, let's see, uh, 1979 Monday Night Football. Yeah. 1989 Monday Night Football. What Nin- about that 81 divisional game? Which one? Uh, Dallas and the the Niners. Uh, da- is that Miami the Niners? and San Diego when they had to carry Kellen Winslow oh, off wow. field. Wow, that was the uh, he did the everything day. that game. Yeah. He might as well been the whole team. He might. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna talk about that too down the road for sure. You know, that's a great one. That's a great topic. The sudden death game. That's right. He blocked the field goal. Blocked the game winning field yes, goal. Yes. Yes. Uh, he scored touchdowns. He had receiving yards. He mm-hmm. was blocking. Mm-hmm. He was tackling probably because mm-hmm. uh, maybe turnover. He was yeah. tackling people. Yeah. And then he had but cramps. We, yeah, but we never knew how much you guys was making back then. Mm. You know, now mm. it's a personal thing. Yeah, yeah. It's more personal. Right. And that, that's okay. I feel that. I feel that 
we can get per- we can get down to the personal too because that's where it makes it real. But I tell you what, thank you for coming by, man. Oh, I, yeah. I, this really made me feel like uh, I'm doing something hey, out there. I appreciate you know? I appreciate it. I, I, I'm 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 uh, I'm sending love to you for starting this podcast. You 29 30 episodes deep. That's a feat. You know, yeah. you got a lot to talk about, and I hope that you connect with continue to connect with your listeners. Um. And bring them, you know, yeah, bring them jewels and diamonds yes, that yes. are hidden, you know, definitely, right. definitely can make make a difference in somebody's life. That's right. All right. Well, thanks for stopping by hey. and, and, and coming and see me and talking sure. on here. Okay. Peace and love to the to the supporters. That's right. And thank you all listeners for listening in. And uh, hey, be safe out there. Wear that mask. Peace. <laughs>